Hello. Hi. This is, that was a long hi. I, would say. <laughs> oh, I don't think it's any longer than normal. I think that was the same length I always say it. This is Melissa. <laughs> and this is Kat. I think attacked. We haven't even started hi. yet. <laughs> It was not that long, actually. <laughs> it felt really long. Yours, you like, hey, <laughs> yours was so short. <laughs> I don't know why you're coming for my life today. <laughs> oh, I like your necklace. Thank you. Where are your other ones? So, you okay. switching it up? No, no, no. They're no, not no. tangled. It was really bad. <laughs> I had to take all three of them off because yeah. they were so tangled and it took me, I'm, I want to say an hour. I've noticed you've been, you've been, you know, fussing with them the past couple of days, but I didn't say I nothing. just couldn't get you them just finally took them all off. So I took them all off. But yeah, I got this one. It's for Crescent City, which is by Sarah J Moss. It's cute. Thanks. I want to put my tragical one back on, but I had to untangle them all. And then I, I couldn't get it back on with my nails. So yeah, I was actually offended that you weren't wearing the necklace I bought you. So. I'm going to put it back on. But yeah, they um they announced the third book in this series for this necklace I'm wearing today. So Well, it's already been announced, but they showed the cover of it today. Oh. And it's, it's been my whole morning. What's the premise of the book? Give okay. me a synopsis. This one's really <laughs> difficult. So it's it's by the same author of the books that you're currently reading. Oh, God, I hate it already. And um, it's... It's still like Sarah J. Faye. Moss. Yes, it's still okay. like Fay and like magic and like all okay. this. This one has mermaids in it, so very Love. exciting. Um, without giving like too much away, it's this one is more modern than her other series. Like there's guns and shit in this one, and like the characters are more like college, like frat. Like they're actually no, it's actually <laughs> frat so good. Fairies with guns. Yeah, I think I'm. I think no, I'm literally. Good. <laughs> and my like all time favorite character. I don't know if you've like heard the TikTok sound or heard me like saying the TikTok sound. Rune Dannon, the that one. No, no. From Friends of the Valvar and Faye. Hawk posted all the time on TikTok too. Anyway, I don't, he's like yeah. my all time favorite like book boyfriend. I'm obsessed with him. He's my favorite. I want to get. I want to get the his... top of your book your book boyfriend list. Yes, oh I want. I want to get his name tattooed on my ass. Dead serious. <laughs> okay, well you it. lost me there, and you need medical <laughs> attention because um, that's something's wrong with it's you. It's funny. To who? <laughs> to me. Oh, okay. To me. Well, as um, long as you know it's only funny to yeah. you, I say go for it. Um, but yeah, this one, the books are extensive. They're very, very extensive. But they they started to connect to her other books. Mm -hmm. So this third mm -hmm. one, they're like all connected. Do you want to tell everybody the good news? Oh, that I quit my job? <laughs> Hell yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I put in my immediate resignation last week. Yeah. After having three a three-day mental breakdown i i just couldn't do it anymore anyways we're really good at having jobs kat and i i would say we're pretty solid at um working places and yeah. staying there and, mm -hmm. and doing jobs normally i am um, this was just not <laughs> oh, i'm not <laughs> this was every job i've ever had has been three or more years I've had three or more jobs a year. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Is that the same? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I um, was declining mentally very rapidly. Um, it was actually really bad. So. I think Kat should start streaming. We both started streaming for a while and then we ended up like, it was around the time that we decided that we were going to move and then we like sold all our furniture and stuff. So we both never were streaming. And then now we live at our parents' house and there's not really a place 
Two stream. Two stream. But so we, we have like Jerry rigged Cat's room. Yeah. So Cat is gonna start streaming. So follow her on Twitch. It's yeah. um underscore cat. Yeah. So she never has to get a real job ever again. Please. Thank you so much. Her mental health cannot handle it. Yeah. Watch me stream. I play video games. We can talk. We can talk books. We can even talk about Disney stuff, obviously. Of like course. it's you know, my thing. So yeah, join me. I'm I'm hoping to start streaming like this week. Like yeah. at some point. So Yeah, she's probably already streamed by the time this episode comes out. Hopefully. Yeah. That's so the plan. Go follow her. Twitch.tv slash um underscore cat. It's on my, if you follow me on Instagram, it's also in my link tree. So you can just find me from there too. I'll, actually, in I'll my just, bio. I'll link it. I'll link it below too. Here. Perfect. Okay, Make it great. easy. Yeah. Yeah. Follow me on Twitch. Woo. Okay. Thanks. Bye. Thanks. Bye. That's the end of this episode. <laughs> okay. That's the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> so this time we're here to tell you why who framed roger rabbit is tragical no question mark at the end it is it is a question oh but it's a statement like the the title is a statement even though it's a question well i think i read something that it's like bad luck to put an exclamation in for like punctuation but it's a question though like any punctuation yeah and i think that's probably why panic at the disco <laughs> That was just Failed Brendan so Urie. Rapidly. <laughs> no, just, just Brendan Yuri being an asshole. Damn, I I, I guess I never Who realized Roger Rabbit. It's a question, that, but it's a statement. No, it's a question. No, I I know Who it's a question. Roger Rabbit. But I'm saying the title is a statement because there's no punctuation. Pretty so much. it's not a question. That's crazy. Well, I, it's it's a question. <laughs> <laughs> no, I I know. You can say it again, but I don't get what you're saying. <laughs> There's not a question mark. So it's it, the title itself is it's a, a title. statement. Yeah, it's a statement, not a question because there's no question mark. <laughs> okay. Even though it's a question. I get what I'm saying. Anyway, that's actually crazy. It's bad luck. Yeah, I think I have it in my fun facts, which by the way, I have 97 fun facts. So I'm I think so ready. we should dive in. <laughs> First of all, this is, be diving in. this is like <laughs> half the ones I like. Like there's so many good ones. Yeah, last night she was sitting in my room going... <gasps> Oh my gosh. <gasps> this oh one's my, so cool. Oh my god. Oh, and then this one. Oh wait, I'll just read it to you. Okay, tomorrow. no, I actually have like 15. Okay, let's go. I'm not being dramatic. Okay. okay. So since the movie was being made by Disney's Touchstone Pictures, Warner Brothers uh would only allow the use of their biggest cartoon stars, Bugs Bunny and Daffy Duck, if they got as much screen time as Mickey Mouse and Donald Duck. And for that reason, that's why they're like dueling. They are in pairs, such as the piano battle between Daffy and Donald and the parachute scene between Mickey and Bugs. Wait, that's actually so so funny. I guess I didn't think about that. Yeah. This also continues at the end with Porky Pig and Tinkerbell. Wow. Cute. I like that. Warner Brothers said, yeah, uh, if our bitches ain't getting airtime with Mickey, they're not getting airtime. They're not getting it. <laughs> Damn. All right. Pop off. So with an estimated production budget of 70 million, this was the most expensive film produced in the 1980s and had the longest on-screen credits for a film. Yeah, because they have three studios involved. Yeah, and just to give you like a like a today's, you know, estimation, Barbie's budget was 145 million. 
And the yeah. budget for this movie in 1988 was 70 million. Damn. Okay. So when Eddie takes Roger Rabbit into the back room at the bar where Dolores works to cut apart the handcuffs, that was such a long explanation. Yeah. But this is a really cool fun fact. Uh, the lamp from the ceiling is bumped and swinging. Lots of extra work was needed to make the shadow match between the actual room shots and the animation. Today, bump the lamp is a term still used by many Disney employees to refer to going that extra mile on an effect to make it a little bit more special, even though most audience members wouldn't even notice it. Yeah, like the shadow like on Roger Rabbit uh, from the light. Mm -hmm, from the light swinging. They like didn't have to do that. They could have yeah. just, just not bumped the lamp and then there wouldn't be a shadow swinging and they wouldn't have to worry about it and in they the animation it. phase. He runs into it so many times too. Damn, that's actually really cool. Bump the lamp. I love that. I'm going to start saying that too. Let's all say it. Okay. Out Everybody of context. go bump the lamp right now. It actually sounds really bad. <laughs> it just means like going the extra mile. Yeah, like, no, I, I get Even it though means. maybe nobody would even notice like you're going that extra mile. Love that. I love this one. Tim Curry auditioned for the role of Judge Doom. Robert Zemeckis, Steven Spielberg, Jeffrey Katzenberg, and Michael Eisner found his performance too terrifying. Oh, no, Tim. They said Tim is scary. Damn. <laughs> he was too scary. I love him so much. Though. I, I want too. Tim Curry to get every role. <laughs> I know, right? He deserves everything. Damn. Imagine. I Although, honestly, I think the movie is perfect. Yeah, so I can't true. imagine it any other way. Every frame of the movie that featured a mixture of animation and live action had to be printed up as a still photograph. An animator would then draw the particular illustration for that frame on tracing paper to set on top the photo. The outline drawing then had to be hand colored. Once that was done, the drawing had to be composited back into the original frame using an optical printer. <laughs> I know. Damn, that's crazy. Like, this ain't CGI, bestie. No. It's so insane. That is crazy. Um, This is just, like, an example of one of the issues they had with that. So the gag of the pelican falling off his bicycle came about by accident. Originally, the pelican would have just ridden straight through the frame of the camera, uh, but the effects technicians were unable to keep the bike upright. So the filmmakers decided to let the bicycle fall and animate the pelican losing his balance. That is so funny. So they probably just like pushed yeah. like a, a, a real right. bicycle just by itself. And yeah. then because it wouldn't stay up long enough, they they animated him falling off. So instead of like scrapping the scene, they were like, no, nah, let's go for it. The Pelican's falling off the bike. That is so funny. And I know. Ex and like, I can yeah. see that whole scene in my head. Damn, that's crazy. That, so that is wild. Um, This one kind of piggybacks off of The Incredibles. Ooh. So the movie's line, I'm not bad, I'm just drawn that way, was voted as number 83 of the 100 <gasps> greatest movie lines by Premiere in 2007. There has to be more Disney movies on that list. How have we never heard of this list think, before now? I don't think it's a, I think it's just probably a list that comes out. I don't know, because this is a Premiere list from 2007. So I'm sure there's like, there's probably like 900 of these lists. But, but it's just so crazy that like only the last two movies that we've done, have we seen yeah. that being mentioned? I'm not bad. I'm, I'm just, just drawn, drawn that, that way. way. But that's so accurate. We love Jessica. We do. Okay. Although this is it. Although the film's title is a question, no question mark appears in the title because it is considered bad luck in the industry. That's all the explanation I have. That's actually like so wild. Like, I wonder if it's like a question or if it's any punctuation. No. Hmm. 
We'll never know. <laughs> this one's my favorite fun fact. It's about boobs. Uh, to give oh, Jessica's ample to give Jessica's ample bosom an unusual bounce, her supervising animator Russell Hall reverse the natural up down movements of her breasts as she walks. So they bounce up when a real woman's breasts would bounce down, and vice versa. Pop off, queen! Isn't that so funny? At one point, I literally looked at Melissa and I said, "You can tell a man drew this <laughs> just by the way her boobs move." Isn't that so great, though? Like, yeah. I love like that. when your boobs bounce down, hers bounce up. You are not Jessica Rabbit and you never will be. Never will be. <laughs> yeah, my hips don't look like that. <laughs> That's okay. for sure. This one is insane. 326 animators worked full time on this film. In total, there was 82,080 frames of animation were drawn, including storyboards and concept art. Animation director Richard Williams estimated that well over 1 million drawings were done for the movie. That's crazy. The bitches were busting out these drawings. Yeah. Damn. That's actually wild. 2023 could never. I know. Everyone's so lazy now. <laughs> so late. This is such an undertaking. Okay. Here's like, this one's really long, but I'm ready. Buckling up. During production, one of the biggest challenges faced by the makers of the film was how to get the cartoon characters to realistically interact with real on-set props. This was ultimately accomplished in two different ways. Certain props, such as Baby Herman's cigar or the plates Roger smashes over his head, were moved on-set via motion control machines hooked up to an operator who would move the objects in exactly the desired manner. Then... In post-production, the character was simply drawn over the machine. The other way of doing it was using puppeteers. This is most clearly seen in the scene in the Ink and Paint Club. The glasses held by the octopus bartender were in fact being controlled by puppeteers from above, while the trays carried by the penguin waiters were on sticks being controlled from below. The wires and sticks were simply removed in post-production and the characters added in. I was literally looking at one point. I think the one where it's like the most obvious is when they're in Eddie's apartment and he has Roger under the water and one of the weasels has a gun up to Eddie, but it's a real gun. But obviously the weasel isn't. And I was literally sitting here staring at it, trying to figure out how they did how it. How did they do that? Yeah. That one he's was like, probably a he's puppet. He's like actively holding it. Like his fingers are wrapped around it and it's moving with his hand. And I was literally sitting there like... What probably that was probably just somebody like laying on the ground with their like yeah. arm up like a puppeteer right crazy i literally was looking at that and i'm like how did they do that that's actually so cool and that they figured out multiple ways to do it to make it work it's so insane it is really oh, crazy oh my god this movie is so iconic speaking of the weasels initially there were to be seven weasels greasy sleazy wheezy smart ass psycho stupid and slimy tag yourself i'm all of them <laughs> is it supposed to be like the seven dwarves <laughs> to parody the seven yeah. dwarves <laughs> i saw that greasy coming. sleazy wheezy smart ass psycho stupid and slimy i think i'm psycho and wheezy remember <laughs> i'm a little combo Bro, i'm fucking wheezy for sure <laughs> Shit, I'm sleazy. Shit, I'm greasy too. I'm I am greasy, greasy sleazy, wheezy, smart ass, psycho. I'm not stupid or slimy. Those two. Yeah, things. I'm not stupid or slimy. I don't. I'm not sleazy either. I'm like whatever the opposite of sleazy is. Dormant. <laughs> Dormant. Uh, remember when we were reading through all the names of the the seven dwarves that they like yeah, had come up with, named. and we were like, <laughs> one of them was like Duffy. Remember. 
That's so bad. Pour one out for Debbie. <laughs> oh, speaking of Snow White, um, did you see that the new one that they're doing, the live action? I didn't even know they were doing a live they action. They changed. I think they're changing the title of it. It's not Snow White and the Seven Dwarves. I think it's like Snow White and the Magical Creatures or something like that. Because dwarves is inappropriate. It's not PC. Yeah. Deffy the dwarf. <laughs> yeah, imagine if that was in there and then they were like, we're just, that one's not in it at all. <laughs> He's out. <laughs> That's so bad. They were so insane. That's my fi- that was my favorite fun that's fact we've ever said on this. <laughs> that's show. actually so bad. They we were gonna have a dwarf. He wasn't even on the cutting room floor during the first meeting. Like he he almost made it like into, into the, movie. the film. <laughs> Fucking insane. <Deffy. laughs> Absolutely bonkers. Damn. This is my last one. I'm I ready. swear to God. I'm ready. So famous characters such as Popeye, Bluto, Olive Oil, Superman, Little Lulu. Never heard of you, girl. And oh, Casper, the friendly ghost. I've as, heard of all of those except for Right. Lulu. I don't know who Little Lulu is. Uh, as well as Pat Sullivan's Felix the Cat and MGM's Tom and Jerry were all scripted to appear in a scene revolving around Marvin Acme's funeral. Spoiler alert. But the rights to the characters cannot be obtained in time. Although a photo of Felix the Cat shaking R.K. Maroon's hand is seen in Maroon's office when he hires Eddie Valiant. Felix the Cat is also on top of the, uh, the like, it looks like a like a bridge tunnel that they drive to go into Toontown. Oh. I said it when we were watching. I said, that's Felix the Cat. He it's just on, like his likeness. It's, it's, it's not like actually him. It's, it's like, like a um, stone. Well, yeah, it's like on the stone. It's like carved into it. But, you know, like the happy, sad, like drama faces. It's like that. But it's Felix oh, the Cat. Oh, interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I said it we were watching. I was like, oh, that's Felix. But yeah, I, I guess. they got sued for that. I want to see who the fuck Little Lulu is. I'm literally Googling it. Little Lulu. Do you recognize her? Yeah. Oh, I don't see her. I've like seen her from like Sunday cartoons and I stuff. I don't know that bitch. But I'd, I couldn't tell you. Um, one of her things is called Little Lulu Working Girl. Oh, God. What is she like working on sewing, <laughs> getting her fingers chopped off in the sewing God, factory? I don't know. A working girl is <laughs> usually a sex worker. That's why I'm like, hello. Oh, that's not where my mind went. Oh, she's um, vacuuming snow. Is that a job? That sounds relaxing. This is a different one. I don't know if it's the same. Anyway, I don't, I don't um, care about Little Lulu. I've seen her. Couldn't tell you anything about her, though. She's anyway. little and her name's Lulu. Lulu, correct. That's all you need to know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we get all of our fun facts from the Internet Movie Database. Better day if you nasty. Yeah. And uh, they'll be linked on our website, which is linked in the show notes. Yeah, it is. That was not even, that was like half. There were so many good fun facts. Go read them. Okay. They'll blow your minds. I'll read them. They'll blow I... your balls off. <laughs> I don't have those. They'll blow your tits off. Okay. <laughs> I do have those. Everybody has those. <laughs> That's not true. Some people don't. Okay. This movie opens up in a cartoon. Wow, I'm shocked. Of course it does. It's a baby Herman cartoon. Mm-hmm. So it does the whole like cartoon intro. Like like the old cartoon yeah, intro. Yeah, where it's like a baby Herman cartoon. I don't know yeah. what that exact <laughs> fucking and jingle like, was. like oh, a colored screen and then it's got like just like in the middle. Yeah. The like symbol with them popping out of it. I love, I used to watch when I was homesick, you know, once Judge Judy was over mm-hmm. and Steve Wilkos came on because, you know, I didn't really like Steve Wilkos. I would put on cartoons and I would watch like Tasmanian Devil. And Looney Tunes. They don't make them the same anymore. They're yeah. not out here beating, beating each yeah, other up with like, have like <laughs> Miss Rachel or whatever. Fuck that bitch. I had Bugs Bunny. I love Miss Rachel. Okay, well, <laughs> I don't even. I don't know her. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I don't know you, ma'am. So, Baby Herman's mom. She's huge. Okay, okay. We were watching this, and I said, 
Okay, her legs are massive. Like compared to Herman like baby and Herman's Roger. the size of her foot and is like yeah. supposed to be a normal baby. And mom's legs, all you can see is from like her calves down. <laughs> and they're crazy. freaking huge. Yeah. She's going to go, baby Herman's mom going to go to the beauty parlor and she leaves Roger Rabbit in charge of the baby. And Roger Rabbit is a hyperactive rabbit in red overalls and a bow tie. Here's my question. Is this a regular occurrence? Is he like their pet? Yeah. Is he like the nanny? Like, how do they just know this yes. rabbit that talks to yes. Watt? You know what I mean? What's the context? Exactly. Okay, great. <laughs> Glad we got that covered. Mm-hmm. So this is all baby Herman's mom's fault, by the way. Yeah. Yes. She's irresponsible. I agree. Baby Herman breaks out of his crib and he wants a cookie and cookies are on top of the fridge. Why are they there? To keep baby Herman the fuck away from them. Oh, it clearly doesn't work. No. <laughs> the scene that ensues is basically baby Herman uh, almost drowning. Setting himself on fire. Yeah, turning the stove on, crawling over there's the knives. stove. There's, there's knives happening. Pots and pans, hot sauce. Climbing up on top of high things and almost falling. You know, everything a baby could possibly do in a kitchen to kill itself, baby Herman is doing. Baby Herman, he's fine though. Roger Rabbit, however, getting the brunt of the the chaos, that, the accidents that are occurring. Yeah, at one point, a vacuum cleaner gets turned on like opposite, like it's blowing out and it just fills him up with <laughs> air and whatever I guess was in the... Ugh. I know. I didn't even think about that. <laughs> Me either until just now. That's What's so wrong with gross. you? Why did you say that? <laughs> I'm so sorry, but... Ew. <laughs> I'd simply rather die. <laughs> Give me the knives back. Yeah. <laughs> Set me on fire. Yeah, for real. Put me in the oven. <laughs> yeah. In the oven at one yeah, point? yeah, it's yeah. Bad. Roger Rabbit does his own stunts, though. So good for him. We stand a stunt king. He's like Keanu Reeves in Speed. <laughs> he does his own stunts. Yep, exactly like that. Anyway, uh, finally, baby Herman, he gets on top of the fridge and gets the cookies uh, just in time for Roger Rabbit to be blasted under the refrigerator, probably from the vacuum. Yeah. mentioned mm -hmm. when baby herman falls off the fridge roger catches him ever so gently when they open the refrigerator door roger's got birds all around his head and then a man yells cut and we pan out to a set the director is big mad at roger rabbit because he was supposed to have stars around his head not birds get it together so the whole scene was perfect Except for... Except for he was supposed to have stars around his head, except for a break. Can you all give Roger a break? Also... His performance was gorgeous. I don't think that that's that big of a deal. No? Like, I don't think that changed the scene. But right. apparently to this director, it was end, it's the end, end, of, end of, of the world. world. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they have also, to reshoot the whole thing. I would like to say that mom... Uh, the legs are a prop. It was not a real person. Thank God. It was literally like two giant like puppet legs. And you can see like the puppet like pieces hanging off the top of them. Cat loved them. I literally was because I was so shocked at she how made me big look at, she was. She made me look at them. I did. I made her rewind. I was like, look, the legs. <laughs> Thank you, sir. I'm just glad it made sense to me now. So Roger's flipping out. He's crying. He's like, I'm sorry. I'm distracted. Blah, 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 blah. He's like, you know, chasing the director down, apologizing. We've all been there. And then we pan to Detective Eddie Valiant, who has just come onto the set chugging brown liquor. <laughs> Listen, I've been an I have been, you know, pretty deep in alcoholism. I'm pretty good now, but I have never <laughs> chugged brown liquor. Just carried around a literal bottle of 
whiskey what what could that have been brown probably whiskey chugging brown liquor i would be wasted immediately two shots of whiskey i'm drunk also you gotta have ibs with that i'd be shitting i don't think he's eating a lot either probably right he's just pissing it out his asshole right now (laughs) like that that whiskey is going straight through him eddie are you okay he's not no he's neither is roger very clearly not okay detective valiant he goes to see mr rk maroon from maroon's cartoons yeah he owns the whole studio yeah so maroon cartoons was they're the ones who are shooting the baby herman cartoon they own roger rabbit they own roger (laughs) not necessarily anyway mk maroon he wants uh detective valiant to follow jessica rabbit the wife of roger rabbit because roger is depressed about their relationship issues (laughs) and he can't do his lines right and it's costing rk maroon big money but it's not even his lines. It was just the birds. Yeah, anyway. I don't think it's that big. Of, I don't think we need to hire a fucking private eye in order. It's a big deal, cat. For some for some birds? He can do stars. He's just deprived. Oh, my God. <laughs> Me too, bestie. So Valiant says that he doesn't work Toontown because he doesn't work Toon cases. He hates tunes. Yeah, he hates tunes. Mr. Maroon, what is it? MK, RK, DK? Just Maroon. CK. Okay, Maroon. <laughs> There's a K. BK. Burger I think King. it's RK. He says that um, he doesn't have to go to Toontown because Jessica Rabbit is going to be singing at a human club where tunes work. Okay, okay, here's my thing. <laughs> what? All right. <laughs> what? There's human cartoons. Like they're people. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. So to say that it's human is weird because like he's saying there's not going to be tunes there. But no, no, no. He's saying that the tunes, tunes are only allowed to work there and it's outside of Toontown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I know. But saying that it's like there are tunes that are humans. I right. Don't know. But there's no people. <laughs> right. You get what I'm saying. <laughs> I'm, I just think the verb The only is tunes that are going to be there work there. And it's not inside of Toontown. Yeah, it's he doesn't in... want to go in Toontown. Yeah, he doesn't want to go into Toontown. Also, the the volleying of puns this whole movie. Yeah, it's pretty good. Especially this part with Maroon and um, Valiant going back and forth. It's just one liner after one liner, and they're so good. Valiant doesn't really want to do it, but he really needs the money. Um, he's in debt and he's chugging <laughs> that brown, brown liquor. liquor that he's chugging. <laughs> Jesus. So he takes the job because the pay is good. He's going to get a hundo, a hundred dollars. Imagine doing a job for just a hundred dollars. That takes you like days. I, I do that every day. <laughs> okay. But you make like a hundred dollars like oh, in to, a day. No, he just has to go out and spy on Jessica Rabbit for a hundred dollars. That's not bad. What does that take? Maybe three hours. Yes. You gotta walk there. You gotta spy on the bitch. You gotta go back. Spy on the bitch. You gotta go back and tell the guy Damn. I spied on her and this is what happened. I would do that for a hundred bucks. Also, but he has to. That's like good money, actually. Back in the film that time. was expensive then, and it's his own film. I guess whatever. You're, you're I think it's. Fine. I'm thinking way too hard. A hundred dollars now, like back then though. Now is like no seven hundred dollars. That is very true. <laughs> He's making good money. I guess so. Okay. Anyway, he's standing at the window. Uh, Eddie Valiant is. And Dumbo scares the fucking shit out of him. Scares the piss out of me. Yeah. I just think it's funny that like Dumbo is in this movie. Like, well, fuck? Maroon says that they, they borrowed Dumbo from Disney. So like <laughs> it, this movie is so meta because like it's a Disney movie, but it's not taking place 
at Disney, even though there's Disney characters in it. Yeah, like Maroon. Maroon is the studio. And he's like a fake Warner Brothers kind of. Yes. So he owns these cartoons, but then obviously works with other cartoons. And he has Dumbo on loan from Disney. And then he throws peanuts at Dumbo and says, it's great because he works for peanuts. And it's like another pun. Because Dumbo like peanuts. also loves brown liquor. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm leaving. It's the end of this podcast. Goodbye. No, Dumbo was drinking like champagne or something. Wasn't it champagne? Yeah, it was. It was, I think. I think Dumbo and Eddie Valiant would They're have best. Great night. <laughs> be With best their friends. peanuts and champagne and brown liquor. What a party. Ew, peanuts and champagne. Okay. <laughs> As uh Eddie Valiant is leaving the back lot, it's just so fun. There's just characters all walking around. This is the scene where the stork is riding the bike and then mm-hmm. he falls. There's the Fantasia character. So it's the hippos, the alligators, and the um ostriches. ostriches. It's so good. Valiant, since he has no money, um, he has to take the trolley, but he just hops on the back of it. With some vagrant kids. Yeah, who give him cigarettes. So Melissa looked at me and goes, 2023 could never. <laughs> yeah, like <laughs> if you put children giving cigarettes to an adult in a movie in 2023. Stealing, they're literally sitting on the back of a trolley, not paying for it. Every part of that would not happen now. Yeah. So he jumps off the trolley and... He goes to his apartment first and the mailman's there and he's like, hey, what did I get? And the mailman's like, bills, bestie bills. Me too, King. You got bills. He notices that the red, what's it called? The red car? Red car trolley. The red car trolley has been bought over by a company called Cloverleaf. I can't, I don't know. That was <laughs> like the company names were like, <laughs> very strange. Well, the red car trolley is a real yeah. company. I've had their beer. It's great. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> is that the same company? I'm sure I it's based on, so. I'm sure it's yeah, based it in California. Is. Yeah, it is. You can only get it there. That's why when we go to Disneyland, I chug them things all day long. I'm like, I oh, will have a red trolley. Thank you so much. Goodbye. <laughs> Thanks, bestie. Anyway, so then Eddie's like, well, I don't want to look at my bills. So I'm going to Eddie Valiant. He throws him in the trash. Yeah. He goes to the bar that's across the street from his apartment. That's also dangerous. And it's above the trolley like station. What a cute little what a cute little neighborhood. What a quaint little area he I lives know, in. I know, right? <laughs> Walkable city. Yeah. But you take the trolley for free if you just get on with the kids smoking cigarettes, chain smoking cigarettes. They're on also the back probably of the chugging something. I'm yeah, be honest. They probably are. He traded them his brown, brown liquor <laughs> for cigarettes. Because I'm seven year olds. Um, he goes to the bar and the bartender won't let him have a drink because he owes her money. Detective Val is like loosely seeing this bartender he also is partial owner of the bar he owns the bar that he's (laughs) stealing money from the till from he's living a great life yeah but he's like dating this chick but also like not really like they're together but they're not you know i think he has issues and so she wants to be together but when he gets his fucking shit together I love their relationship. It's I great. know. I do love Dolores. Goals. <laughs> I'm going to date the bartender who I own the bar with and take money from her. I want to loosely see the bartender. So he's telling her that he's working a case for MK Maroon and he's making big money so he'll be able to pay her back. And then some guy just sitting at the bar, um, not minding his own business. <laughs> yeah, for real. It's like, oh, you're working for cartoons? And that makes... Eddie Valiant really mad. Eddie squares up. Yeah, he's about to pop this guy's head off with his arm. And then he leaves. He leaves all angrily. 
the guy's like, what's, you know, what's eating him or whatever. And Dolores is like, a toon killed his brother. Okay. But like the setup for this scene is like, you know, when like somebody's standing really close to the camera and like, and like you say something really dramatic and everyone is kind of in the background, but you still (gasps) see their reactions and they're like just out of focus. That's how they set this up. And it's so good. A toon killed his brother. And then everyone (laughs) in the background is just like, but you know that they all know that. Yeah. Of course they know that. But it's for the dramatic, For the drama. Yeah, but Valiant borrowed a camera from Dolores. She's like, the photos from our vacation are on there too. So when you get it developed, I want those. beach vacation. Valiant goes to the nightclub where Jessica will be singing. Jessica Rabbit, uh, Roger Rabbit's wife. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. The Mary Poppins penguins are servers. Yeah, they're not making enough. I guess not. (laughs) Disney not paying you enough. They did not make enough off of Mary Poppins. That's another thing that's so funny about this movie is like, obviously, like, cartoons are cartoons. They're drawn. They're not real. But in this, they exist. They coexist. Like, they are real. Like, they're actors just like everyone else. So, like, they take side gigs. Because, yeah, (laughs) it's not like those penguins are in anything else. They're only in Mary Poppins. They only exist in Mary Poppins. So what are they doing after that? Apparently serving serving drinks. At the, what is it, Ink and Paint Club or something like that? Uh, Betty Boop also not doing great because they don't make... They don't make cartoons in black and white no more. I'm sorry, but doesn't, isn't she's, she? In, she's in okay. color cartoons. Okay, okay. I was, yeah. I'm it's, just for it's just for the movie. The bit. It's for the bit. It's for the bit. It's for the bit. <laughs> so yeah. yeah, Mary Poppins Penguins and Betty Boop are serving at this club. Serving. <laughs> well, but not that kind of serving. They're Betty like, Boop is serving. Oh, Betty Boop is also the penguins. Always serving. I fucking love Betty Boop. <laughs> Boop, 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 boop. Donald and Daffy are having a piano battle royale up on the stage. Okay, but like a but literal fighting. battle. Like they're actually like fighting there was and a like bazooka beating each at other up, point. slamming each other into the pianos. Daffy Duck certainly would win that. Between those two? Yeah. I don't know. Donald can get mad, but he can't concentrate. No, neither can Daffy either, I guess. Yeah, Daffy's just stupid. I think Donald has a conscience. I think Donald has weight on Daffy. And I, I think, think he could Daffy sit on has, and crush him. I think yeah. snap his little neck. <laughs> I think Daffy has that that sense of crazy that makes a murderer. Yeah, he does. Yeah, I can see that. Like Donald wouldn't actually commit, <laughs> yeah. whereas Daffy would just be not like, even oh, think, I thought. Not even think about it. Just... <laughs> like when they do like duels and like one person shoots up, Daffy <laughs> dead ass. Just, Daffy. <laughs> Daffy came to play. I just love that they're like together. It's it is so really cool. Duck battle. At the table next to valiant is marvin acme um like the acme gags what is that called yeah so yeah like like, tricks yeah that's called joke Um, like a joke shop acme joke stuff yeah like you know how like in the cartoons like the weights that they drop or the um like pianos it's always like acme Acme. yeah yeah he but then it's also like acme joke shop right yeah okay you know in hairspray (laughs) how her dad owns like a joke shop like that's probably all like acme supplies yeah like the hand buzzers yeah. and like the the rubber chickens like they sell and... it at, like cracker barrel <laughs> i'm having the deja gum. vu the trick gum maybe, i'm having like... deja vu so bad right now i feel like we've had this exact conversation really? like on the pod yeah oh my god i hate it when that happens <laughs> no i don't think we ever have it's so wild but yeah so he like has like the invisible ink and yeah for both cartoons and like humans. Right. You could buy like a pack of cards. Yeah. 
fuck someone's shit up. One of those hats where you put a little bunny in the bottom, a little compartment yeah, for the bunny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> one of the those milk, tables. The fake milk where you pour it into the, <gasps> oh, the, that's a good one. the newspaper and yeah, then there's yeah, nothing. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah, like all the that. The saw table where you saw a lady in half. Like, that happened to me. We were I in was preschool. levitated in preschool. And I got picked to be the saw. Why did preschool have a magician? <laughs> Imagine magician you're a magician and you, and you have to go to a, a preschool. four year old in half. That's gotta be the lowest. That's the traumatic. Lowest. Yeah, I was. I laid on a table, and then like he had chairs under me, and then he removed the chairs, and I was floating. I got sawed. Maybe that's why I am the way I am. I love <laughs> it. They didn't put me back together, right? <laughs> Your body is up. still with the magician. <laughs> wow, my life is making so much sense. Incredible. Anyway, Marvin Acme's at the table next to him. He's really fucking annoying. He sprays. He's just like a derpy. Okay. Yeah, he literally too, is he's wild. He's too happy. Like. <laughs> he's, his suit, first of all, is fucking plaid. chaotic. It's plaid like on orange, plaid on plaid. Orange and brown plaid he's or some wearing shit. wearing plaid pants, a plaid jacket, a plaid vest, and a plaid shirt with a plaid tie. He sucks. <laughs> There's a lot going on. He sucks. He sprays Valiant with ink, but it dries invisible. Okay, fuck you, bitch. It's disappearing. What if I sweat and then I get it wet again? And then it's going to show up. Fuck you. And then he shakes his hand. He's got the hand buzzer. Oh, so fucking annoying. I think oh, I, would I hate punch Mr. Acme in the face. If I'm going to be honest. Valiance is down at his table and he's talking to fucking Betty Boop out here. They're all Casual. friends, I guess. Yeah. And he's like, I don't know why everybody's so gassed up about seeing some fucking rabbit, bitch. Because he thinks he doesn't realize Jessica Rabbit is not a rabbit. <laughs> yeah. Yet. Like, because who else would marry a rabbit? If you think about it, it's a little weird. It's a little weird. Jessica Rabbit's the original furry. <laughs> <laughs> Jessica comes out on stage. Not a rabbit. Not a rabbit. Uh, she's drawn like the sexiest bitch you've ever she's a, seen. She looks like a porn star. She Good for her. She looks like, you know, like Marilyn Monroe, but with like um long red hair. Like tiny little waist, but big fat ass. Big hips, big Huge ass, big boobs. thighs. Her boobs. Her boobs don't move like your boobs. <laughs> are out of this world. Honestly, she's great to look at. She has purple gloves. And a red dress, which that kind of bothers me. I will say her hairline is a bit she strange. She has a big forehead. And and um on the side, because she has like her hair parted very much, very far on the side. And it like goes over yeah. her face a little bit. The the side where her hair isn't on, she looks bald. Her lips are big. Mm-hmm. Like really big. She's got like bedroom eyes, very droopy, sexual, yeah. bl- very blue eyeshadow. Yeah, nothing she's wearing matches. No, there's a lot of color happening. And I don't love it. What color are her shoes? Purple? Do they match the gloves? Maybe. I don't know. Her feet are tiny, though. Yeah, her feet would... I'm sorry. Gravity would not. Yeah. (laughs) I guess it's a good thing she's a cartoon because she would not be be held up. No, especially not in heels. Anyway, we love Jessica Rabbit. I do love her. I think she's great. This this part's kind of weird, though. She's walking around the bar and, like, sitting on people's laps and, like, grabbing people's ties. And, like, all the guys, they're human men, real-life people, not cartoons. They're all, like, drooling over her. She's a cartoon, so that's strange. I mean, to be fair, that real people do that now over cartoons seek help you can't Um, tell me there's cartoons that you don't think are hot there's cartoons where i like i like the character but i'm not like i want to fuck that cartoon but i'm but here's what i'm saying you say that because like i love hercules i'm like oh i love a buff ginger king but i'm not like i'm gonna i want to fuck hercules right because he's fake but if he was actually real standing in front of you (laughs) that would be horrifying (laughs) i would cry (laughs) But I I, would what cry. I'm saying is, 
Cat. I'm not saying I do. I'm saying that there are people Cat. that are. I can't think of anybody off the top of my head, to be honest. <laughs> but I'm good. sure there are. That's good. I'm sure there are cartoons that if they were standing in front of me, I'd be like, oh, God. It's giving the people who like are sexually attracted to spirit the horse. I'm sorry. That's not normal. You need, you need, I don't care if she's a he, drawn you don't human. Bill from Nemo is no, hot? No, I don't. Simba? Kobu? No. You don't think Kobu no, is hot? You're I a don't. liar. I think you're a liar. I think you're a the liar. <laughs> Girl, no. You don't think Kobu the liar? No. This podcast is over. Everybody just hit delete. Hit delete right now. Hit cancel. <laughs> I'm so sorry we did this. I'm sorry. I'm I'm sorry. Uh, Sorry. Bye. It's been a good four years. There's a whole discourse like on social media about, yeah, like not just spirit, but yeah, Kovu is one that people talk about. I've seen Gil the Fish, unfortunately. Gil the Fish? Okay, well, I've had enough of this conversation. I wouldn't fuck a fish. Okay, (laughs) good. I'm just saying. Not even if they were in front of me. No, but if. Like a human esque like cartoon that was hot. Still no. Okay, that's you. <laughs> I'm so. I sorry. have a list of fictional book boyfriends. Jessica? Are you shocked? Yeah, by but those this? are pe- those are people you can picture in your head. I don't picture anything. Oh, that's right. You don't. I don't even know how you like books. I don't even understand that. I like picture them in my head. I don't like when I read, you know, like when I read Twilight, I already had people in my head. And then like now when I read Twilight, I see the characters from the movie, obviously, because now that's what's ingrained in my mind. But when I read Hunger Games, I had characters in my head. I saw people. But do you do you picture like current celebrities as kind those of, people but like not really like i can i like kind of put together like people that i've seen before or like you know what i'm saying like mm-hmm. there's kind of like a loose like yeah like i'll be like oh yeah blah blah, blah looks like margot robbie but like right. i but it's not like margot robbie right like, it's like kind of margot on robbie book talk i know we've gone very <laughs> off um right now but on book talk um everybody always talks about how henry cavill is every man in every book ever like anytime anyone is described they're like N- i don't care what they're described like in the book that's henry well cavill. that's the thing too is like there'll be some characters well they'll like where they'll describe the character because like okay this is like really okay so when i read twilight for the first time i i pictured i'm so <laughs> ready for whatatever you're about to say i'm so ready i pictured every color as like james marston <laughs> like Okay, like that's yeah, who yeah, I yeah. had in my head yeah, for yeah. like Edward Cullen. I can see that, but Do like you know teenagerish, I mean? yeah, but like younger. Yeah, yeah. Like, well, I kind of like like Cyclops. Like I don't know, like like yeah, yeah, yeah. Was, okay, okay. You know what okay. I mean? Like that's like what I pictured. I can definitely see that. Now when I read Twilight, obviously, obviously all see I see is Robert fucking Pattinson. Robert Pattinson. But like, but also like yeah, if you describe somebody and it reminds me of like a character from another, I don't know why Edward Cullen reminded me of Cyclops, but for some reason in my mind, I probably had like just watched X Men or something. I don't know. But also I can see that like the. Like the way he's described in the books is I can definitely see that. Yeah. So I guess, yeah, I guess I do kind of see celebrities in my head after the show. <laughs> anyway. Thank God it's over because it was making me really uncomfortable. Cat was <laughs> fine with it. <laughs> Marvin Acme goes to give flowers to Jessica Rabbit backstage and she lets him in her dressing room and Valiant is listening at the door and then a giant gorilla bouncer comes and is like, are you spying on Jessica Rabbit? And That's he's like, scary. He's like, yeah, no, you already know gorillas are my one. Get the fuck away from me. Yeah. Gorillas, I'm I'm terrified. Yeah. Terrified of you. Yeah, I'm going to admit that that giant seven foot but probably 600 pound gorilla it's not for me that's you fuck that no okay. i don't i don't even want to be in the same room as that that's actually a nightmare 
That is a nightmare. So he kicks Eddie out and then Eddie spies at the window outside of the club and catches Marvin Acme and Jessica Rabbit playing patty cake. And he takes photos of them playing patty cake. But here's cake. the thing. The you don't see them. You just playing hear it. patty cake. No, you hear Jessica Rabbit moaning and saying, oh, Mr. Acme, oh, Marvin, very <laughs> sexually. Shit. And all you hear is like, <laughs> so you're like, what the fuck? And then they take the photos, but it's them playing patty. It's cake. actually them playing patty. It literally cake. sounds like they're fucking. Well, yeah, that's the point. I I know. And then <laughs> and Eddie's like, what am I watching right <laughs> now? What is happening? <laughs> oh man. But this is in fact the end of the world to Roger that they were playing patty cake. Yeah. So Valiant gets the film developed and then him and Mr. Maroon show it to Roger and Roger loses his shit. He's crying real hard. Roger is saying that he only wants Jessica and he can't even believe that this would happen. How could she play patty cake with anyone else? Yeah. He's freaking the fuck out. So Eddie, of course, solving all his problems with alcohol, gives Roger Rabbit a shot. It's it's like three fingers. It's a big shot. It was like a cup. <laughs> yeah, it was like a cup of brown liquor. Full, yeah, whatever it's supposed to be. Like, it was a lot. And this makes Roger Rabbit go nutso. He starts like blowing steam and his eyes get all crazy and he's jumping up and down train whistles train whistles and then he just bounces right out right out the window yeah there's Breaks a the window roger shape roger sized hole in yeah. the wall valiant is like i'll take the rest of my money now thank <laughs> yeah, you so much it's go. been fun it's been real so valiant goes to his office the office of valiant and valiant because him and his brother were detectives together he's looking at the photos that he developed of his vacation with bartender what's her name dolores his vacation with dolores and that his seems brother like such a name you would like i don't know why you wouldn't remember i that. do love the name dolores i figured you did but i just forgot her name is that okay she doesn't look like a dolores to me that is very true so he's looking at the photos it's of him and dolores on the beach and him and his brother on the beach and he's getting all in his feels and then he's looking at other old photos of his family so him and his brother were detectives together but before they were detectives they were clowns their father was a clown yeah i worked for ringling bros so he um is a clown detective so that's cool yeah that sounds like honestly the sickest life also co-owners to the bar above the red car trolley yeah i mean they just got it all going on they're businessmen yeah he's lived entrepreneur except for his brother died so now he's really sad he had a piano dropped on him by a tune yeah so valiant uh drinks an entire bottle of you guessed it brown Brown liquor liquor. and falls asleep at his desk we've all been there valiant gets woken up by a cop because acme has been murdered yeah it's his old lieutenant from when him and his brother were cops he's like hey acme got murdered and i heard it's because of you (laughs) a case you worked for mk maroon and he's like the fuck am i getting myself into yeah they think roger gacked acme so they go to the crime scene together a giant safe was dropped on acme's head god i can't think of a worse way to die yeah there so acme was murdered in his warehouse yeah in the acme warehouse so it's like all of his that could have been an accident don't you think maybe i mean with all the shit that's in there i know right so everyone thinks it's roger jessica comes to the crime scene that's probably not allowed and she slaps valiant in the face 
And she's like, how dare you show my husband photos of me playing patty cake with another man? You dumb bitch. You started it. They are taking the body out of the warehouse and something falls off the gurney. Valiant goes to quietly pick it up, uh, but he's stopped by Judge Doom, who is dressed in all black, black round glasses, black hat. Black cane. Looking sick as fuck. Yeah, it's uh, what's his name? It's the guy from Back to the Future. I don't know his name off the top of my head. Chris? Christopher something? Christopher. Christopher Lloyd. Christopher Lloyd. Anyway, he's Judge Doom. Judge Doom, he has uh, seven weasels, cartoon weasels that work for him. I don't know why they work for him because Judge Doom hates tunes and is evil. I think the connotation is that they're weasels. They're so they'll work also maybe. Yeah. Well, also weasels, they'll work for anyone, for anything. You yeah. know what I mean? Like they don't, they don't have loyalty to their own tune kind. They're fucking weasels. Because they're sleazy and greasy and... Smart ass. <laughs> Smart ass and... <laughs> smelly and whatever else they want. <laughs> Debbie. Not Debbie, I knew you were gonna say it. I was gonna try and move on before you could say it. <laughs> I'm so but sorry. But then I was laughing. Okay. Uh Judge Doom, he's explaining to Valiant that a human has been murdered by a tune, and this is like a really big deal. And Judge Doom already hates tunes as it is. Uh Judge Doom shows Valiant that he has created uh something that he calls the dip. It is literally a vat of acid that he can put tunes in and it kills them. So tunes think they can't die, but they can if they get dipped. Right. So so tunes initially were immor- immortal. <laughs> they just yeah. lived forever. Not no more if you get dipped. But also put your hands up on okay. my head. Not to not dip, you know we dip, we dip. Get like existential. But like, how did tunes come to exist? They were drawn. Right. Mm-hmm. How how did they become like real magic? Mm-hmm. It, are new ones still being created? Yeah, like, and they all live in Toontown. That seems like an overpopulation issue. No, it just it'll just get bigger. Because it's fake. Okay. It's ever expanding. Anyway, <laughs> Tune Down never ends. I guess. That so, makes sense. So, Do- Dr. Doom. Wrong movie. <laughs> Judge Doom. <laughs> he kills a shoe, a little cartoon it's like shoe. a cartoon clown shoe. He dips it in the dip and it dies. And it's then he's actually, got like, he's got like the color all over his glove. It's really sad, actually. And it's screaming. It's really bad. Valiant's like, okay, I'm going to go. <laughs> Thanks, though. So he goes back to his office. There's a lady lighting a cigar for Baby Herman outside of his office. Uh, Baby Herman is like 50 something chain smoking. He makes a reference to his. Okay, no, 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 Private parts. Okay, here's what I could have really done without. Here's what happens. The lady that's with him is like a like pinup model. Like she's gorgeous, skinny, big ass, wearing very little clothing. (laughs) And he literally says, I am a 50 year old man with a three month old pee pee. He says dinky. Dinky. Whatever. It's really, I hated it. He says that he wants to, he has the the lust of a 50-year-old. That's what he says. It's, it's kind of TMI. And the dinky of a three-year-old. It's TMI from Baby Herman. Anyway, Baby wants to talk to, Baby Herman wants to talk to Valiant. He says that Acme definitely had a will. And the newspapers are reporting that he didn't have a will. So Toontown is up for grabs, basically. Yeah, because in the will he left, Acme left all of Toontown to the Toons. Yeah, because Toontown is like right off of the Acme factory. It's like next door to the Acme factory. Yeah. But it's like its own little town. But he, but Acme like has the rights to it. And for, and he didn't have a will, which is bullshit. That's basically what Baby Herman came to report. So Valiant goes into his office. 
And he's looking at the patty cake photos again. Freak. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Aww. But he does Can see he use those later. Yeah, right. <laughs> he does see that uh Mr. Acme did in fact have his will, his last will and testament in his pocket in these photos. Yeah, it's like sticking out of his little like plaid pocket his, his and it literally pocket. says the last Marvin Acme last will and testament. Like, just so fully stupid. sticking out of his pocket. But Valiant decides he doesn't want to do anything with this information because he hates tunes. So he pulls down his Murphy bed and he's going to go to sleep. But uh, Roger Rabbit is in his Murphy bed. Valiant is pissed. He's like choking Roger Rabbit out. He's like, I'm innocent. I didn't do it. I was writing a love letter to my Jessica. I didn't murder anybody. Also, Aww. Roger's on the run from the law because uh, everyone thinks that he he murdered Acme. And so Valiant's like, who knows that you were here? And he's like, no, I didn't tell anyone except I asked the mailman where you lived. I asked the librarian. I asked a police officer. Um, I also asked the people next door. I Like he asked like 50 people where Valiant Everybody lived. knows. Yeah. That Roger is at Valiant's place. Not doing well. So the weasels come because, you know, they're probably tipped off by the mailman or whatever. And... Roger goes to hide in the closet and he's hiding in a jacket, like a detective's jacket. When Valiant goes to grab him from the closet and kick him the fuck out of there because he's like, I do not want to have anything to do with you. Roger handcuffs them to each other. There's no key. So now Valiant is stuck uh, with Roger Rabbit on his wrist. The weasels come up. They bang at the door. Valiant does not answer. So what do they do? They shoot the door down. Obviously. And they go in and Eddie's like, oh, I was just doing the dishes. Sorry, I didn't hear you. His hand fully shoved fully down shoved into in the, the sink. sink. Guess who's in the sink? Roger Rabbit. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Hiding Roger Rabbit in the sink. The weasels are looking around. They don't find anything. They're also fucking fighting with each other and like arguing with each other. So they really can't get anything done because they're beating the shit out of each other constantly. The one guy who's the lead... I don't know. I'd guess smart ass. <laughs> I, yeah, I don't know who is who. And now I really kind of want to know. He is like holding a gun to Valiant. And he's like, if you know where the rabbit is, you better fucking tell us. And then they leave. Valiant has to shove Roger in his jacket to go down to the bar to get the toolbox from Dolores. So they go down into the lower level of the bar. It's like a prohibition room. Yeah, they have like a hidden room. It's really cool. And um, they have a toolbox in there to saw off the handcuffs. And this is when Eddie keeps hitting his head on the on the light. Roger just takes his hand out of the handcuffs, which he could have done the whole time. And he's like, why didn't you just do that to begin with? And Roger's like, because then it wouldn't have been funny. Which it's is the so gag. true. And I did it for the, the gag. gag. It was for the bit the whole time. <laughs> so Valiant, he's in. He goes to investigate Acme's office and he leaves Roger in the prohibition room. And he's like, don't touch anything or move or breathe, please. And Dolores is like, I have to watch this fucking animated rabbit. <laughs> How did I get stuck with this? So Valiant is rummaging around in Acme's office looking for his last will and testament when Jessica Rabbit comes in. And this is when she says, I'm not bad. I'm just drawn that way. So true, bestie. And she's basically saying like those photos were framed. Uh, Mr. Maroon paid me to take them. I thought I was doing right. But apparently I was not. Yeah, they want to... Somebody wants to blackmail Acme. They want to make it look like Roger did the murder and that Acme didn't have a will. All fake news. 
Jessica is also flirting her ass off. She can't help it. She's drawn that way, you guys. I was going to say, I don't I don't think she can help it. I think it's just the way she speaks. Eddie's pants fall down at one point. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't know what happened there. Mm-hmm. And then Dolores walks in. And then Dolores walks in. Well, Jessica Rabbit's titties are literally shoved into Eddie's nostrils. Yeah. And, and his pants are caught down. Caught with his pants down. Literally caught with his pants down. So she slaps him. Poor Eddie Valiant is getting slapped around today. Yeah, right? Dolores tells... Eddie, that she heard that Cloverleaf wants to buy Toontown. So that's why everyone's freaking out about the will, because if the will isn't found by midnight, then Toontown, which was supposedly in the will, will just go up to be bought instead of being given to the tunes like the will was supposed to. Yeah. And then where will the tunes go, Kat? Exactly. That'd be so sad. Mm-hmm. Like what? what is a company going to do with Toontown? Well, I'll tell you in about 10 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Also, Dolores and Eddie are having this conversation in the middle of the street. And um, Jessica's just sitting in her car listening to this whole thing. Y'all are, you're a bad private eye slash detective, sir. You're just letting people overhear your conversations. Yeah not doing well he's not doing great no um but then they hear a commotion and they go across to the bar where roger is singing at the top of his lungs dancing around the bar and breaking plates over his head of course the weasels hear this too yeah the tune squad yeah what nobody's paying attention to any of their surroundings they're called the tune squad but if you ask me who the tune squad is that's Bugs Bunny. <laughs> yeah what the fuck so i am not calling them the two- they yeah. are the weasels <laughs> What the not hell? my tune squad. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag not my tune squad. <laughs> Sign our petition. Uh, so the weasels also here. So they go to investigate the bar. Valiant and Roger are hiding down in the prohibition cellar. What the fuck ever. Judge Doom comes in as well and he's searching the bar. He's looking for Roger. Valiant and Roger are spying through. There's like a little. There's like a peephole. There's like a peephole. So you could peep up into the barn i don't know honestly the feds come it's a pretty big eye hole like i feel like you would definitely be able to see (laughs) somebody's eyes like there's a table directly (laughs) next to it anyway uh judge doom is offering a reward to the patrons of five hundred dollars holy shit i'm ratting that bitch out yeah even in In um, today's money i'm three yeah Yeah. but back then that's like nine grand (laughs) yeah for real uh so one of the patrons is like i've seen a rabbit and then he puts his arm around like a fake nobody's like, there my buddy right here yeah, and he's like, <laughs> but it's the guy from the beginning who was yeah. fucking around with eddie they protect roger though that's so Aww. sweet they love him because he sang them a little song <laughs> so cute <laughs> the judge sees the record that's spinning he's basically like this is a tune a tune played this there's no way you guys played this song yeah. and then he sniffs it and he's like smells like tune he's crazy wild he knows how to get a tune to come out of hiding honestly it's how you can get me out of hiding too and it's shaving a haircut which is also how you get ghosts <laughs> yeah have yeah, you ever watched ghost hunters you do shaving a haircut you do <laughs> but you don't do the last two you wait you for, wait for else. the ghost to do it yeah man it works um, but in this case the ghost is uh roger, roger rabbit. rabbit in the in the prohibition and room blasts up through the cellar and yells two bits i guess i didn't realize that was what the yeah knock knock shave was. And a haircut, i know two shave bits. and a haircut i didn't know the two, two bits two, was two bits until yeah. this what's two bits a shave and that's haircut. how much you pay for the shave and the haircut i don't know what a bit is so bitcoin <laughs> oh no, no they were ahead of their time <laughs> two bitcoin <laughs> they were ahead of their time the judge grabs roger and he's gonna dip roger in a vat 
of the dip to make him go bye-bye forever. Honestly, like, I'm sorry. I know you're the judge, but is there is there not like a court case? No, he didn't. He's there. You're not judge, jury, and executioner. Okay, you're just the judge. I don't like, know. Who will, like, do, okay, so yeah, if we're treating tunes like people, do they not yeah. have laws? Like, do they not have, like, a judicial system? No. He's we just, just gonna, kill him? Yeah. Okay. You saw him kill that shoe earlier? I don't... And that one didn't even do anything. It no, was just existing. Exactly. That's That should be illegal. It should be. Tunes deserve rights. <laughs> Tune rights. <laughs> Tune rights. Um, Valiant is like, hey, can we give Roger, you know, one last shot before he goes? Because, you know, he's about to die. And the judge is like, sure, why not? So... How do you not suspect something is up with that? Come Valiant the fuck on. Valiant gives roger a shot well valiant like forces roger to take it roger's like i don't want a shot yeah they they do like the do not do two do not do two and then eddie switches it up until he says he does so he drinks the shot roger and of course he he goes berserk he explodes he starts fighting all of the weasels all the <laughs> bar patrons are fighting the yeah weasels. they're just taking the fucking weasels out eddie kicks the vat of dip onto the ground grabs roger they hightail it the fuck out of there they try to steal the judge's car but he, they don't have the key for it. What do you just leave your key in the car? I guess in the eighties. Yeah, you fucking probably care. would. Um, but luckily, Roger hears his friend Benny in the back of the car, so he goes to get Benny out of the back of the judge's car. And luckily, Benny is a cab. He's a tune cab. He's a tune cab, so he can drive them out of there. Yeah, he's gonna help them escape. So they're driving away in Benny the cab, and well, Benny's driving. Yeah, right. <laughs> Benny can drive himself. Love that. He is autonomous. <laughs> Elon Musk. <laughs> they they are driving away from the weasels. They're also driving away from real cops, like actual real person cops. And they go down an alleyway and the cops are behind them and the weasels are in front of them. And luckily, Benny has a, a secret lever. So they pull the lever and it, he rises up. He's got like lifters. Yeah, like he can drive himself, but I guess he can't lift. He can't. You have to pull the yeah. lever. So they go up over the weasels and the weasels and the cops crash into each other. So they are able to get away. They go to the movie theater to hide out and they're watching a goofy cartoon. Yeah. And Roger is a fucking fan. Yeah. Roger fan loves behavior. <laughs> Dude, like Roger wants to know why Valiant is such a sourpuss. And Valiant tells him the story about how a tune killed his brother. He tells him that they were working a case and a piano was dropped on his head during the case. And all he remembers was seeing burning red eyes and a loud squeaky voice. And they never caught the guy. They never caught the tune. Yeah. Eddie broke his arm. His brother got yeeted. So, of course, Roger's crying. Roger cries. Me and Roger have a lot in common. Alcohol makes us crazy, and we love to cry. <laughs> it's a big mood. So, big mood. Roger starts crying. He's apologizing. Dolores meets them there at the movie theater. Um, they're going to try to get out of town, I guess. I don't know what their plan is. Yeah, they're, they're trying to run. escape. They're going to yeah, book it. Because Doom's going to kill them no matter what. But then... Valiant hears a newsreel that comes on at the movie theater about how Maroon Studios was sold to Cloverleaf. Wild. What the fuck, RK Maroon? He's been in on it this whole time. Yeah. Because he knew he was going to sell his studio to Cloverleaf. He's trying to get all the money he could. So Valiant and Roger Rabbit go to RK Maroon. Valiant asks 
Roger to stay the fuck in the car. <laughs> yeah, he um, doesn't trust him to not fuck it up. So he's like, yeah. be on the lookout. You're going to be the car lookout. Make sure no one fucks with the car so he can escape. Yeah, Valiant is interrogating Maroon. He puts his tie into like a, I don't even know what that is. It's the film reel. So it's it's what they used when to, like, they're- To roll the film. Yeah. Well, yeah. also it's like to look at it before, because you can like cut it right and like redo it that's what it is gotcha so he puts his tie in that and he's like threatening to you know squish his head in yeah, there there's like a saw thing that's on there um while that's happening jessica rabbit bonks her husband over the head and puts him in, in the, the trunk. trunk of her car and drives mm-hmm. away mm-hmm. so roger rabbit is in the trunk of jessica's car maroon is basically saying yeah i sold it i was in on it the whole time i asked jessica to, but, but before he can get all the answers a gunman sticks his gun in the window of Maroon's office and starts shooting at Valiant and Maroon. Ra-ta-ta-ta. And Maroon gets shot in the back. Quite a few times. And he's dead for sure. Yeah, he gets yeeted. Well, he was sucked so good. <laughs> yeah, he's not. He was not He a didn't nice care guy. about Dumbo at all. Yeah, no. <laughs> Paid in peanuts. So Maroon is dead. What Valiant did find out is that Toontown would be free by midnight. So it's like up for grabs at midnight unless they find unless the will. Unless they find the will, yeah. So Valiant looks out the window to see who shot at them. And he sees Jessica Rabbit running to her car. The fuck, Jessica? Why are you killing people? Yeah, what the hell? Eddie gets in his car to give chase to Jessica and ends up at the entrance to Toontown. Which is also apparently in... Back to the Future 2, and that's, like, how they get oh, back to, to the from. future. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now that you I've say that. I've never seen those movies. I'm now, sorry. You've never seen Back Aren't to the, the Future? are the ones where he, like, falls in love with his mom? Yeah, right? He I'm not his mom. Okay, well, I'm not watching that. That's fair. I'm okay. You guys that's can, like, Back valid. to the Future. And, you know, he, valid. like, skateboards or whatever. He's got cool shoes. Okay, well, he also kisses his mom. Yeah. So he's a freak. Okay. Uh, he didn't know it was his mom. I don't care. Anyway, it's weird. Um, so he goes to go into Toontown, but before he does, he pulls out a gun that was gifted to him by Yosemite Sam with talking bullets. They're like these. Honestly, they're pretty cute. They're like these little old men, like w- old Western men, and they're ready to fuck shit up. To be honest, they're ready to go. Um, so Eddie shoots one of the bullets up into the air to go over to toontown first i don't know why he does that uh that didn't make sense to me um but then he drives into the tunnel and goes into toontown i think i would have um a breakdown in toontown i'd be very overstimulated there's a lot happening there's a lot going on there's like they say the road is singing to him and there's all the characters there and they're all singing and dancing all the trees the clouds the sun everything is singing and dancing it's just it's overstimulating to me um he immediately crashes his car yeah he's very distracted driver that's what i'm saying there's a lot going on and mr toad drives by he sure does i made most rewind <laughs> because i was like <laughs> did you see <laughs> mr toad and she was like no he probably caused the accident no respectfully honestly he probably did so eddie goes to find jessica toontown really fucks him up it really does he sees jessica in a building like a high rise in the window so he goes up to talk to her but it's not it's not jessica it's lena hyena yeah i fucking love (laughs) lena hyena also he's on like the 985th floor or something like that like this building is like (laughs) 
impossibly tall. <laughs> yeah. Um, he's literally in the atmosphere. But yeah, it's Lena Hyena. Um, she has the same body shape as not really. She has a red, she has a red <laughs> dress on. A red dress and, and that's red about hair. It. That's um, it. Her hair's a little crazy. She's a little busted. Her titties are hitting her belly button. She looks like somebody's Jersey mom. She she does. She looks like she smokes twenty seven packs of cigarettes an hour. She's thriving. Um, she's excited that there's a man in her apartment, and so she gives chase to eddie he runs through a door that's not a real door he lands on a flagpole tweety bird <laughs> pecks, tweety the bird and tweety bird pegs at his fingers until he falls so cute though i love tweety bird i used to own so many shirts tweety is good. and overalls with tweety on them i was a tweety fan oh yeah as eddie's falling from like the seven thousandth floor of this building mickey and bugs are skydiving with him of course they are bugs bunny is like you want my my spare hands him a spare tire <laughs> not helpful at all and then mickey says poor fella and then bug says ain't i a stinker mickey says you could get killed yeah. mickey mouse says the word killed Mickey's a badass. Have you seen Fantasmic? You stop that. That panicked me hearing Mickey Mouse say killed. He <laughs> <Moited>? said <laughs> dead. I didn't like that. Lena is still chasing this poor man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Through all of this. Leave him alone. God. Um, he he does the thing though where he picks up the road and throws it into a wall so she runs and runs into the wall and passes out so yay he got away from lena Lena hyena yeah according to nina hyena i think it was lena i you know (laughs) who cares valiant finds jessica rabbit she's shooting at judge doom who's getting away uh roger has also gotten out of the trunk and is somewhere (laughs) we don't know where (laughs) yeah what the fuck roger's gone also doom is running away and he's like i'm gonna get you bitches like (laughs) (laughs) they're like okay great (laughs) benny saves jessica and valiant and then they are speeding out of toontown and judge doom sprays the road outside of toontown with the dip and so benny slides into a pole all his tires are fucked now yeah at least he's alive i know right oh my god he just slid benny. on it so they just fucked up his but tires he also a- hit a pole so you know. yeah he's not he's not really doing he's well. not doing great so the weasels take them search them i think they're looking for the will they don't find it yeah they don't have it mm-hmm. <laughs> um roger rabbit is also leaving toontown and he sees benny you know busted down on the side of the road Roger's like, get in, Benny. Let's go save our friends. So this car gets in the car with Roger also, to go to save their friends. Roger's driving. <laughs> I'm assuming it's Eddie's busted up car, but like there's like he's like yeah, knocked the roof completely off of it. <laughs> it's like shaved off the top. Yeah. It looks like a fucking convertible, but it's not. It's not meant to be I a don't convertible. Know what so they drive to the Acme factory. They sneak in. Roger gets hit over the head with a ton of bricks, like a literal ton of bricks. And this is the whole plan. So everybody's tied up now. Judge Doom has a giant machine car thing that he's going to bulldoze through the wall into Toontown. And he's going to spray all of Toontown with with the dip. So he's basically going to erase Toontown. Also, Doom is Cloverleaf. Like he is the sole owner of right. Cloverleaf. So he's buying up all of the land in the, the area. land in the area and then eventually Toontown because they don't have the will. And you know what he's gonna do with it? He wants to put up a freeway. Which no one at this point has ever heard of. Yeah, there's no freeways yet. Yeah. 
Um, so he wants to build the world's first freeway so that people can just drive straight through California. <laughs> it's so stupid. It is. But I, this whole movie is stupid, so it makes sense. But he needs Toontown's in the way, so he's got to get Toontown. He also bought Red Car so he could dismantle the trolley company so that people would have to take the freeway. Yeah, because why would you take a freeway when you can pay 50 cents to go from one side of California to the other on the Red Car trolley? Exactly. So... Judge Doom hooks Jessica Rabbit and Roger Rabbit up to like a crane. They're like hanging from like a crane. a giant hook. Yeah. Yeah. And he is going to spray them with like a the dip nozzle from the dip machine. <laughs> I don't know what to call that. The dip mobile. <laughs> the dip mobile. It's literally something out of like Batman, like early Batman. Yeah. No, so, for real. Like this zany dip machine. Yeah. But Doom slips and falls on some fake eyeballs. One of his eyes, something happened happen to it because he um is holding it and yeah the weasels are laughing so hard and doom says you guys are gonna laugh yourselves to death and that's when valiant gets a great idea Genius he's idea. like i am going to laugh them to death so mm -hmm. valiant starts to sing and dance he's doing flips he gets on a pogo stick at one point and electrocutes himself on the head by jumping up into a light and the weasels are all laughing so hard it's freaking sleazy and greasy and <laughs> smart ass and i can't remember those are the only movies. three i remember anyway they all start Killing one over. of them, the one, the one controlling the dip spray nozzle is in a straight jacket, by the way. Yeah, he's my favorite. Whatever one that one is, is my favorite. Which oh, one? he's probably Psycho. That's Psycho for sure. That's me. Oh, I remember. Yeah, Psycho was one of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's me. So, yeah. So Psycho's up there controlling the nozzle. He's the last one to die. So basically all the weasels start dying one by one and their spirits go up to heaven. All, uh, yeah, they all like, dogs go to heaven. They literally they like, like, keel over and then their spirits fly out of their body. One of them tries to grab it back. Doesn't work. The one driving the dip truck accidentally hits the go lever when he dies. So the vehicle starts is moving. moving. <laughs> when the when Psycho dies of laughter, he hits the the start button to the the, the nozzle, the spray nozzle. So now the dip spray nozzle is uh, slowly it's spraying the wall, but it's slowly headed towards where Jessica and Roger are hanging from the ceiling. So they're about to get dipped. I'm not even reading my notes. I mean either <laughs> so eddie is able to move the spray nozzle back so it's not gonna hit uh jessica and roger but then judge doom attacks him so now they start fighting uh valiant grabs a sword but it turns out to be a singing sword so it's kind of fucking useless <laughs> and then he also grabs a giant magnet but then he accidentally just magnets himself to a barrel that's pressure stresses me out so bad yeah so there's so much going on <laughs> he's stuck to this barrel uh with this giant magnet in front of him and judge doom starts a steamroller and just starts to steamroll towards valiant but luckily Eddie is next to uh, like a case of gags because they're in the Acme factory and he finds a black hole and you can just put this black hole anywhere and then like go into it. So he like black holes himself out of the magnet so he doesn't get crushed by the steamroller. Yeah. So then him and Doom are like fist fighting again and Eddie picks up a giant case of super tacky glue and so when doom punches it it gets stuck to his hand so then he has a super tacky glue all over his hand then he goes to punch eddie um but eddie moves so he gets stuck to the roller which is still moving by the way he gets his hand off but then he goes to kick oh he puts his foot up to pull his, to hand, pull his off, hand off and then his foot gets stuck to the <laughs> super tacky glue so now he's literally stuck to like literally super glued to the steamroller 
that's actually horrifying to and me. then he gets steamrolled and it like flattens him it's horrifying this move this like part traumatized me as a child but absolutely in the, traumatized in the me as best a kid. way i love it <laughs> like also steamrolled. they had that steamroller at uh-huh um, at mgm tour. studios i have the photo of it was me. like out front, wasn't it? It was in when you exited. There was that little store. Oh, that's right. It, it was like a. a it store. wasn't. It's all Batu now. It was across from Honey I Shrunk the Kids. Yes, the, the um, playground, the playground, and the back lot eatery. Yeah, and yeah, there was like it was like a half indoor, half outdoor store, and it was it was the Acme Warehouse. Ugh, it was like so the whole cool. store was the Acme Warehouse, and yeah, they had the steamroller. Oh I had my the God, photo. It was so cool. It's one of my favorite pictures as Obsessed. a kid. Now it's just Batu, boring, lame, stupid. No, I love Batu, but I wish we could have both so um when the judge gets steamrolled he doesn't die because it turns out he's a tune uh not only is he a tune he's the squeaky voice tune with the red eyes that killed eddie's brother dun, dun, dun. so now he's a scary cartoon judge guy and he has a saw for a hand he's just got like his eyes popping out they're like tune eyes that are really scary yeah there's definitely a tune like in a human body yeah he's wearing like human skin he killed it's like somebody, latex probably. It's i gross. hate it no it's like latex <laughs> so eddie gets the punch gun and he punch guns the judge in front of the the dips spray and he gets um sp- he gets dip sprayed and he melts the dip spray is literally about to almost hit roger and jessica again poor jessica is like not- she literally <laughs> one point says I- i'm about to pass out she's like i'm gonna pass out she's like we're gonna die we're gonna die oh my god Ro- i mean roger's also freaking out but jessica was like she's really losing it. it she really has they finally i think it just runs out i think it runs out of dip i don't even know if anybody turned it yeah, off to no, be honest it runs with you. out like right <laughs> yeah. before it hits them and then they can't get lowered down because there's dip all over the floor so eddie turns on the like sprinkler system and washes the dip away so that it's yeah. not all on the floor anymore also the truck the dip truck is, is still rolling, rolling towards them and it's it rolls out the door yeah no it rolls out the wall it rolls straight out the wall yeah yeah, it's like a big you know like tank so it just uh rolls straight through the fucking wall into toontown valiant finally gets jessica and roger down they you know share a hug and a kiss and and i'm sorry yeah the lieutenant dolores and benny all show up and they just see the gooey mess in latex that was doom that's gross and they're all kind of like who was it because they don't know yeah they don't know who the tune was could have been crazy. anybody yeah it could have been anyone the ink from it was mickey mouse <laughs> no he was there oh yeah that's right <laughs> the ink that acme sprayed on eddie's shirt at the very beginning of the movie shows back up because it's disappearing reappearing ink uh-huh. not just disappearing ink um and eddie is like wow that's so crazy hey Roger, you remember that love letter you wrote to your wife on that blank piece of paper you found in Maroon's office? Why don't you read it to her now? And it's the will. Yeah, it was in disappearing ink. Disappearing, reappearing ink. It reappeared. Um, <laughs> he wrote his love letter. And the Toontown over the will. belongs to the tunes. And it's right before midnight. Not that it matters now because Cloverleaf is dead. <laughs> so. so Roger had the will the whole movie. Yay. <laughs> and the end that's pretty much it the the tunes get to town jessica and roger are gonna live happily ever after valiant kisses roger on the mouth because roger kissed valiant on the mouth earlier for saving his life Mm -hmm. 
So, you know, that's cute. Um, I don't think he hates tunes anymore. Nah. He got his retribution. He fucked up the guy. He dipped the guy that killed his brother. Yeah. Porky Pig says mm-hmm. that's all folks. That, 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 that's all folks. That was terrible. It's You're welcome. A, it's, it's more of like an idiot. You gotta do one of those. That's okay. It's not really a T sound. Idiot, 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 that's all folks. Okay. And then Tinkerbell closes it out. That's it. Yeah. So good. Would you like to go first? Sure. I gave a Who Framed Roger Rabbit. <laughs> Rabbit? <laughs> Roger Rabbit? I gave Who Framed Roger Rabbit, uh, no question mark, a 10 out of 10. Wow. It's one of my favorite movies. I love this movie so much. I watched it way too much as a kid. The steamroller part really did scare me. It gave me nightmares. Yeah, for sure. I just love it. I love all the cartoon characters and the live action. And then I just. It's just so good. It is good. Uh, it's funny as fuck. I gave it a 10 out of 10. It is my number 10. It is below Aladdin and above The Incredibles. Damn, that is yeah, really I love high. This movie. I really do. It's one of my favorites. I also, I know this is such a shock to everyone, gave Roger Rabbit, I'm sorry, who framed Roger Rabbit a 10 out of 10. I. It's so funny. And like, honestly, as inappropriate as some of it is, it's not like politically incorrect you know what i mean like, like there's not up, anything yeah. like racist or like anything that you like look at it and you're like i mean Yikes. dumbo was in it but okay yeah but the racist parts of yeah. dumbo were in it. you know saying. what i mean it's I not like, problematic right anymore. right like except for like the kids with the cigarettes but like who cares mine is sitting at number 18 so it is below luca but above meet the robinsons are you ready to guess our next movie i love guessing uh, it is a decom. Hey, why? <laughs> it's one of your favorites from when we were little. Stuck in the suburbs. No, that is a good one though. Cheetah Girls. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> only bitch. took two guesses. Yeah. <laughs> I had nothing loaded after that. So. <laughs> yeah, because those are the only we've two done like, the High School Musical. We've done Teen Beach, Beach movies, so <laughs> the list is getting shorter yeah. and shorter. Oh. Yeah, I know. I felt like doing a musical, a silly little. I hope you like my singing because yeah, y'all about you're about, about to get, you're about get, to get a full rendition of Cinderella. <laughs> Melissa did it for a talent show once. Was that before or after Shania Twain? <laughs> I think that was before. Heck yeah, it's a good one, right? I'm so pumped. Anyways, thanks for listening, guys. You guys are the freaking best. Yeah, we're almost to a hundred episodes. I know that's crazy. That's bananas. Yeah. Our Patreon is linked on our website, which is linked in the show notes. Yeah, come get some extra content. Yeah, we do bonus episodes. We do videos. Our videos are pretty funny. Yeah, I, they're they're pretty good. I think they're funny. They're pretty comedic. And you get to pick a movie for us to do an you episode. You do. You get to pick whatever movie you want us to do. There's so many left. I know. The options are endless. Endless. Thanks for listening. We love you. Goodbye. Bye. 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 These opinions are our own and are in no way associated with the film or the film's production company. The Tragical Podcast cover art is created by Johnny the Alchemist. The Tragical Intro was produced by Ja Reezy. Links to our social media and Patreon can be found on our website located in the show notes. Thanks for listening to Tragical. Tragical. <laughs> <laughs>